Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Off The Block Swimming Podcast. Happy Easter to everyone out there who is listening to us today and thank you so much for inviting us into your homes this holidays. I'm your host, Robbie Cox. Now, whilst the Easter eggs and beverages have been awesome this Easter, especially with all of us being stuck inside the house, another thing that keeps popping up is questions about dry land programs and what to do to stay connected with your team through this time. So I thought it was a great opportunity to do some catch-up episodes with past guests of the show to see how they're coping what they're doing in terms of training and programming and also how them and their coaches have been staying connected. So today's episode uh, features New South Wales duo of Brad Woodward and Matt Wilson. Uh, The lads were brilliant with their time once again and definitely gave us a few tips on training but also about what to do or outside of the training to pass the time, shows to watch, games to play and Olympic moments to relive. So Take the time out to put your feet up, sneak a couple of more eggs into your pocket, and get ready because episode number seven starts now. Away they go. No problems with the start. There is two 100 in the second in it. Gary Hall Jr., the extrovert, and Ian Thorpe battling it out down the pool. Thorpe is starting to go away from him. But the signature of all eyes is the great Madam Butterfly, Susie O'Neill. Oh, he's coming back. Oh, he's surely can't do it to him again. Chavis in the white hats, Fett in the black hats, and Fett has got it. I cannot believe he's done that. Fett in front, Fett in the hall, Fett goes in. Joining us today on the show for a catch-up is a man who was on Off The Block Swimming Podcast with us back in 2018, and to this day, it is still the highest-rated episode of all time, which is quite an accolade considering some of the stars we have had on this show. Uh, I thought it was a great time to get him back on for a catch-up given the state of everything at the moment and what's going on, so it was a perfect time to get him back. Uh, Thank you very much for coming back on, Brad Woodward. Thanks for having me. Mate, not a ple- uh, not a trouble at all. Uh, where have we caught you today? Uh, just back on the Central Coast, um, at Mum and Dad's house. Uh, come back down here since you know we're all stuck in isolation. Thought it'd be nice to have a bit of a family catch up. Mate, Central Coast, not a bad place to be stuck. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely better than Western Sydney. You know, I get to come down to the beaches every day and uh, you know have a bit of a surf and that kind of thing. So definitely enjoying it. Yep, mate. How are you going at the moment with all the isolation stuff? Um, you know, I've seen a lot of Aussie swimmers are on Instagram doing challenges and all sorts of different things, trying to stay connected. How have you been finding it all? Uh, you know, it's not too bad. I mean, at first, you know, you guess you've got to change everything. Um, you know, it all happened very quick. One minute, you know, we're training to try and make the Olympics and the next minute, um, you know, we're basically not allowed to go outside. So, uh, you know, adjusting to all that's was kind of hard, but at the moment, you know, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm doing some uni stuff, spending time with family, and uh, just starting to get back into some cross training. So that's keeping everything interesting. And no, I don't mind. I get a few sleep ins and uh, I get to eat a, what I want, I guess. <laughs> Mate, I, uh, you told me just before you went for a swim today. Whereabouts do you jump in? Uh, I go to Silly Beach, so that's probably about a minute from my house. So I go down there and. Uh, just hope there's a few nice little waves. So, yeah, that was nice to freshen up in the morning. Look at you showing off. Oh, just a minute from the house. It's not too far. <sighs> Meanwhile, I'm stuck out here in bloody Western Sydney. And anyway, 
I don't want to get into it. Um, <laughs> have you and your coach been staying connected? Have you, are you guys doing a Zoom stuff with team meetings? And how are you guys doing all that stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we're like everyone else. We're doing the Zoom team meetings. And then uh, on top of that, I mean, me and my coach call each other pretty regularly. Every uh, Anyway, so, you know, at the moment we're just doing that. And, um, you know, he's setting up programs and that kind of stuff for me and kind of looking at scheduling stuff for, you know, the weeks going ahead. So, uh, we're definitely staying in contact and, you know, um, the whole team staying in contact. I guess, you know, we've got to have that team environment still. Do you guys do the Zoom meetings? Yeah, yeah, I do the Zoom meetings. I um, haven't had Hamish drop in on any yet, which is uh, a little bit disappointing. I was hoping for that. But, um, you know, it's really good to see everyone and, um, you know, catch up and uh, have a bit of banter and that kind of thing. So, you know, they're definitely the highlights of the week. Mate, do the Zoom meetings stay professional? Because I've been on a few myself where the backgrounds get changed, all sorts of things start happening, and it's very hard to stay, you know, paying attention. Oh, they're definitely not too professional. I think uh, <laughs> Adam's got his 10 minutes at the start where no one's allowed to do anything, and yeah. then I think after that, uh, it just, yeah, kind of it's a free for turns around and, yeah, everyone's <laughs> just in and putting our trash on each other. So, yeah, that's got to be interesting. Mate, Tokyo Olympics has been pushed back to 2021, which we all know now. What effect has that had on you mentally and, and your preparation? Uh, I think at the moment it hasn't had a massive effect uh, mentally. I, I kind of just took it in my stride. And uh, from that, I didn't probably have a great year last year. And then, um, you know, I really felt like I turned that around this year. So I was probably a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to kind of have my next three months of training and then, you know, get to go and see what I could do at Olympic trials and, you know, with all all went well you know hopefully the olympics but i guess on top of that you know i've i've had nine months to really you know get better and i guess you know hopefully we get back in the pools in um you know a couple of months and if we do you know i've, I've got another year to get even better so i think for me at the moment i'm just trying to take the positives out of it and probably just not look at uh you know what could have been yeah it's a difficult one isn't it because you know everyone's coming into it with different stories i was talking to uh, ellie cole yesterday and she was saying she was you know quietly um, happy that it got pushed back because she'd been injured. So, you know, she was sort of racing the clock to be ready for this trials to try and get ready where now she knows she's got a lot longer to, you know, to make sure she's at her peak. So sort of a silver lining. So it just depends, you know, where your story's at. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, you know, it's one of those things. If I had been having quite a bad year this year or, you know, probably a year and a half ago, I was battling some shoulder injuries and, uh, probably, you know, could have done with a few extra months leading into um, the World Champs trials and that kind of thing. So, you know, I think if it was one of those years, you know, I'd be absolutely ecstatic that um, I was in that situation. But I guess at the moment, you know, it's one of those things I was swimming well, but um, in saying that, you know, hopefully maybe I might be swimming even better next year. So uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see and just hope that, you know, this, this does work out for the best for me. Mate, a lot of junior athletes and coaches listen to the podcast Give us a little insight into your home dry land program and what, and what that looks like. Give us a little peek of your week at the moment. Uh, I guess for me, you know, I came from a big surf life saving background. Um, so a lot of board and ski paddling. Um, I try to avoid running as much as I can, so there won't be too much of that. <laughs> um, but for me at the moment, you know, a lot of my probably aerobic stuff uh, revolves around doing board, ski, a little bit of swimming in the ocean. And then, um, you know, when I come to the dry land, we do a lot of bike uh, bike work so you know i've got a what bike here set up and then uh, on top of that i just invested in a little bit of um gym equipment so just barbells um weights and trap bar and that kind of thing yeah. so um, my coach has just been sending me through the sessions for those and then just 
at the moment, you know, we're just building up some of the aerobic stuff and, you know, in three or four weeks, I guess we'll be going, you know, full pelt again and trying to, you know, put up as many hours in training as we usually would. Where have you got your home gym set up? Uh, it's in the garage. Um, my dad was nice enough to uh, let me use his little space that he usually yeah. has for his car. So, um, you know, that was good. And a uh, little spot there. And, you know, we had to make a few little rearrangements and clear some stuff out. But, you know, it's uh, looking pretty good now. Mate, you mentioned you're back home with mum and dad. How, how's it been at home, you know, being stuck in isolation? Any nerves getting stepped on at the moment? Uh, I think at the moment we're pretty good. Um, you know, there hasn't been too much tension, but... Yeah. You know, I think if this thing ends up going for, you know, a few months, there might be a few little nerves going on and, uh, you know, a few little uh, fights and that kind of thing. But at the moment, you know, it's all pretty good and, um, you know, hopefully it, it stays that way. Mate, you guys are going better than us. My house is a crazy house already. We've only been stuck inside for, what, two two weeks or something. Um, <laughs> mate, what do you miss most about training at the moment? Uh, I think for me um, is probably just seeing everyone. Um, you know, it's so great just, you know, every morning, every night, you know, you basically get to go and hang out with your best friends. And I think that's one of the, you know, greatest things about swimming is if you have a good bunch of guys around you, it's really great. And uh, all of a sudden now, you know, we're probably not going to see each other for, you know, three or four months, uh, potentially longer, depending on how long this thing goes for. So, um, you know, that, that is tough. And, you know, the Zoom meetings only get you so far. But, um, you know, I guess once we go back and everything, it's only just going to make us more appreciative of, you know, what we do have. You mentioned there how much, you know, you miss your teammates and stuff like that. Um, a lot of time, you know, people stuck in the houses, we just said, with their loved ones and it's presenting its challenges. Is there any team member that you wouldn't want to get stuck in isolation with? Um, oh, I think for me, uh, generally on teams, you know, I only have a room with one person and that's Matt Wilson. So, um, you know, I've spent enough time with him and, um, you know, I might go ahead and just say Matt. I think uh, spending four or five months with each other, you know, would probably... Uh, end up getting on each other's nerves a bit, <laughs> mate. Well said. Um, all right, now listen. I've uh, I've given you a bit of homework to do. So um, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing these catch up editions with with athletes that we've um, had on the show previously. And I thought we'd mix it up a little bit this time and have a little bit of fun with it and give uh, everyone at home a, a few ideas as well of things to watch or things to do. Um, while they're stuck at home in isolation. So, um, mate, the first one was top three shows to binge watch during isolation. What have you come up with? Uh, I think probably my number one is Blacklist. Um, yep. I've loved that show for a while, and there's some new episodes coming out at the moment, so you know I'm enjoying that. Uh, probably number two is Big Mouth. Um, you know, that's one of the shows my whole squad likes to watch, and yep. I really like that one. And the other one I think everyone's watching at the moment is The Tiger King. Tiger um, King. It is absolutely ridiculous, but, um, you know, very entertaining. Have you finished it? Yeah, I finished it in about one night. <laughs> Same. Same. What do you think, mate? Did did Carol, did she finish her husband off? Oh, she definitely did, 100%. <laughs> I think she <laughs> gets a bad rap. I think, she's a cra- I think she's a crazy lady. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I just didn't think she did it. I think. No, I definitely think she did. Joe can come up with some great stories, I tell you. Um, <laughs> mate, what about top two games to play at home? And this can be uh, um, anything, by the way. Yeah, I don't do a lot of Xbox and PlayStation, so I don't have too many games. But I think uh, Wordscape for my phone, uh, yep. that's a bit of a boredom killer. And I think the other one's uh, Card Against Humanity. Oh, um, I think, you know, you know, we had a little bit of a break when, you know, we first came into quarantine. So after a few drinks, you know, at home, I think the uh, family really enjoyed that one. 
Yeah, it is a funny game, isn't it? Yeah. Especially for those who haven't played it before, you know, playing with the first time when they get to see all this stuff and, yeah, their, their reactions are priceless. Yeah, that's um, great. Mate, and what about your number one Olympic moment to go back and rewatch? Yeah, that one was a tough one. I think um, I was probably torn between uh, the men's 4 by one 3 at Sydney Olympics. Yeah, it is a good one. I think that'll be just about everyone's. And then the other one, it's not really one moment, but... I actually quite enjoy watching all the eight gold medals from uh, 2008 from Phelps. Yep. Um, does take a little while, but I do quite enjoy watching it. Yeah. How good was he? Mm. Um, mate, what else What else are you getting up to outside of all of this stuff? How are you keeping yourself sane? Uh, I think for me, um, probably just going to get coffees every morning with uh, mum and dad. You know, I quite enjoy doing that and... Uh, you know, just going out to the beach. And then I think the other one's probably uh, just a bit of uni work. Yep. Uh, I was lucky. I took the semester off, but luckily uh, managed to enrol just before the cutoff date. So, you know, I'm doing physio at the moment at Western Sydney. So, uh, you know, just plodding along with that and getting as much done as I can um, while we're out of the pool. And then, you know, hopefully that, that gives me a bit less to do uh, over the coming years. Awesome, mate. Now, listen, I think we'll wrap it up there, mate. We'll keep it short and sweet for these catch-up editions. Um Thank you very much for coming back on the show, mate. I really appreciate it. And good luck over the next few months with training and isolation and, and staying motivated and ultimately getting back in the pool, mate, and trying to secure your spot for 2021 in Tokyo. Yeah, no, thank you. Mate, hopefully we get you back on for another chat, uh, maybe in the lead up to, to next year's trials. And thank you very much for coming back on Off The Block Swing Podcast. Yeah, thank you. I'll uh, catch you around then. Cheers, mate. Joining us today on the show for a catch-up is a man that since being on the podcast back in 2018 has had some amazing swims, one of which was at the 2019 World Champs in South Korea where he equaled the then world record for the 200-meter breaststroke with a super-fast 206.67. It's a very big welcome back to Off The Block Swim Podcast, Mr. Matt Wilson. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm great. Thanks for having me back. Not a trouble at all, mate. We like to catch up with you. And where have we caught you this this fine Thursday afternoon. I, I'm just in my bed, chilling at home, uh, out of Barella, about 10 minutes away from Olympic Park where I train. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just having a chill out today, seeing as I can't do too much else. Look at you, just living the dream, chilling in bed. <laughs> hey, what have you been up to today, though? Have you got up to much? Uh, not a hell of a lot today. Um, I've just gone out for a walk with um, my girlfriend and her dog, um, about an hour out at Newington. Uh, apart from that just been living the dream chilling out at home playing a bit of xbox playing a bit of xbox just a chill day what what's your uh, games of choice what what were you playing today oh i played a bit of Fortnite today um i play a bit of Fortnite with some of the boys yeah. um from swimming yeah. eddie marks josh simat um what's the banter I, like on the on the microphone uh, it's great we always uh, <laughs> sledge eddie marks <laughs> the liability as we call him um, yeah, it's great band and it's great to chat to them as well. Still have that connection, even in isolation. Yeah, mate, I was going to ask you about that. How are you doing at the moment with all the, you know, self-isolation stuff? And obviously you said you, you can get out for a walk, but other than that, there's not too much. How have you been coping with all of that? I've been actually pretty good. Um, first couple of weeks was just like a bit chill. Um, just sit back, relax. There's nothing we can do. Um, enjoy. It's kind of like a break. Yeah. Um, Coming into this week, we've set up a home gym in my garage. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got a squat rack. I've got watt bikes, um, home gym machine, which has about 
eight different pulleys on it. So I've got plenty of options in there um, to work different muscle groups. Yeah. Uh, then I can always got the option of going home using my parents' backyard pool, get it on the tether, as I'm sure lots of people have seen on Instagram and whatnot. So I've got plenty of options um, to do work, to do some swimming, to do some gym. Yeah. Um, but at the last couple of weeks have just been very chill, just um, chilling out with my girlfriend, my roommate, Wes Roberts, as well. Yeah. So, um, I mean, not being short on options. Yeah. Mate, how you guys been staying connected, you know, with your teammates, your coach? Um, are you guys got, you know, Zoom meetings going on? What have you guys got happening over there? Yeah, we've had a few um, Zoom meetings the last couple of weeks, um, just checking in, I guess, yeah. uh, which is the big thing because, I mean, don't just because you're in isolation doesn't mean you have to be any social. Mm. Um, I think it's a big thing to be social and it's a big thing for your mental health. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've all been uh, staying on Zoom, just chatting, just checking in with each other, seeing what we've been up to, what crazy things we've done in isolation. Um, but, yeah, we've still been in contact, which is a good thing. Mate, do you keep it professional on that Zoom? I know you can change the backgrounds and stuff like that. What, <laughs> any antics? Uh, I think Eddie Marks is the Zoom master. <laughs> He's the one that's always changing his background. We had a Zoom chat the other day, and he was on a bike ride. Yeah. And he um, had his helmet on, and he, uh, <laughs> he chucked the Golden Gate Bridge as his background. Yeah. Just, just talking trash the whole time. <laughs> Like doesn't know how to have a serious conversation. So. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, he keeps it lighthearted, which is um, probably what we need around this time anyway. Yeah, that's exactly what we need around this time. Mate, Tokyo Olympics you know, pushed back to 2021. What effect has that had on you mentally and, and your preparation, you know, looking forward? Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's always disappointing that it's being pushed back a year, but I think in the end it's the, the right decision. Um, yeah. You want to be racing against the best in the world at the Olympics, and I mean, if they were to go ahead with it this year, um, we wouldn't be doing that because people are in different situations, and some people can't do anything at the moment. Mm. So pushing it back a year, giving everyone that opportunity to train to their best and then perform at their best, um, I think is ideal. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I think it's just an extra year to get better. Absolutely, I think it's a great way of thinking about it. Um, yeah, talking to Ellie Cole uh, a couple of days ago, and and she suffered a bit of an injury, so she looked at it as a, a silver lining, I guess, in terms of you know now she's got an extra year to to make sure she's fit and fast. So, I guess everyone's yeah, exactly. got different situations going on. Yeah, I mean, I was a bit sick um, at the end of last year, and I had a very broken block of training, and I didn't think I got the best out of that compared to my 2019 season where I had one of the best blocks I ever had and then went on to equal the world record. Mm. I think this um, virus is kind of being a blessing in disguise for me. I can get a full proper block of training in now and um, hopefully perform even better than I did last year. Mate, a lot of people at the moment out there are, are looking for things to do in terms of dry land and, um, as you said, maybe jumping in the backyard pool and, and you know and jumping in there. What are you guys got going on? What what does your dry land program look like? And maybe give us a little peek into your week and, and what you do each day. Yeah, so at the moment, I've got about probably five prescribed sessions that I'll do. Mm -hmm. They'll eventually grow um, to seven, eight, nine over the next few weeks as I get back into it. 
But um, this week I've been doing, uh, I've probably done two bike sessions um, on the Watt bike yep. for about 45 minutes each, um, just not getting that heart rate up too high, not not bearing it too much, keeping it pretty constant. Mm. Um, then I've also I've done a mixed aerobic session where I've gone a bike into we've got a swim machine as well, so it's like a few pulleys and you can do um, some freestyle butterfly whatever on the pulleys. Mm-hmm. Um, so fifty minutes of that and then fifty minutes of running. So that how one, do you go with one. the running? A lot of swimmers don't like running. Oh mate, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst. Yes, I get about. I don't know, five strides in, I'm like, done. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. How far have you got to go, though? Oh, uh, it's not a distance thing. It's more of a time thing, yep. as long as you're working at that heart rate. Yep. Um, I generally only go, in the 15 minutes, probably a couple K, not, not nothing too flash, <laughs> just around the block, yep. down to the footy field that's um across the road from mine, um, and then back. But, yeah, it's only about 15 minutes of running, which is... Better than what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are um, going for like hour runs, and I could not do that. Mm, yeah, me either, mean. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you're, <laughs> you're a lot fitter than I am. Um, what, what about uh, you said you're setting up um, the the gym in the in the garage? What do you got going on in there? Yeah, so I've got. I'm very lucky that um, the Institute of Sport has set me up with a few bits and pieces. So I've got a squat rack in my. Uh, my garage yeah so i could do that i bought myself um a t-bar to do some deadlifts just to prevent any further back injuries mm-hmm. um i've got a couple bikes uh dumbbells kettlebells lots of weight plates i got pretty well set up there so i'm just doing a mixed bag of exercises as so i do have a cert three in fitness so i do know how to do um planning for myself and yep. planning gym sessions and what different types of training do and all that stuff so um, i'm pretty well set up there how much is you know uh, doing core work and and you sort of um not your rehab but your i guess prehab sort of you know staying away from getting injured do you follow that sort of stuff through this time as well yeah i mean that's probably the most important part for us keeping up um, mobility and yeah. preventing injury um we're doing at the moment we're doing two pilates sessions on the zoom mm-hmm. um with the group which goes for about half an hour to 45 minutes. Um, I mean, prehab is essential before every single time I lift. Yeah. Um, I'll be doing lots of shoulder stuff, lots of hip stuff, just keeping up that range so I don't uh, pretty much don't injure myself, don't tear anything while doing lifts. It's just being smart before uh, going into heavy lifts, really. Mate, a lot of people are stuck in houses at the moment, as we said, with their loved ones or, you know, family members or whatever, and I guess this is more of a light-hearted look at that. Is there anyone on the Australian team or within your New South Wales team that you wouldn't want to get in stuck in isolation yeah. with? Oh, good question. I'm sure there is a few. Any punishers? Um, on the Australian team, uh, well, Jack Cara would be one. He snores like a <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> He would be horrible. Yeah. But during the day would be great. He's a great guy. As long as he's awake, yeah. Yeah, as long as he's awake. (laughs) It's not like a chainsaw. I think he's one for sure. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you don't really have anyone that I'd want to stay away from. As long as Jack and I are in separate rooms, we're good. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very nice. What are you missing about training at the moment? What do you miss most? Is it is it the you know the swimming itself? Is it being around your teammates, seeing your coach? Yeah, I mean, being around the teammates is a big one. Um, you train every day with them, and then all of a sudden you can't see them for however long this is going to go on. For. Yeah, um, and I miss the competitive side of like training with them. Like we're a very competitive group. Um, we always push each other in training and I really do miss that. I miss having races with the guys in training. I miss doing all that stuff really. What do you miss most about just normal life? So to get away from the pool at the moment, is there anything that you enjoy to do now that you, you can't, you don't get the opportunity to? Uh, definitely just going to the beach and chilling. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. Um, I was kind of looking forward to doing that over the next couple of months, but mm. that's kind of, that's not going to happen. And perhaps. you can still go, but you just got to get out there and, and swim a few k's. Yeah, exactly. I can't just sit around and swim, which is one of the big things I like doing, just sitting in the sun, yeah. um, then going for a swim and sitting in the sun again. I mean, that was one of the things I love doing, but uh can't at the moment. It's a simple sacrifice, though. So. Mm. Mate, what are your beaches of choice? Where, where do you like to go? Uh, well, I've been going to Balmoral a bit, yep. out at Manly Way, yep. um, with the girlfriend. I went with Eddie Marks the other day as well, um, well, back before all this lockdown stuff <laughs> yeah, was yeah. done. Yeah, when we could. Uh, a simpler yeah, time. Bal- yeah, Balmoral was definitely, definitely one of choice. Yeah. Um, even going up to the central coast to Terrigal yep. as well. Nice spot. I would like making the drive out there. Um, but yeah, those are probably the main two that I'd go to. Mate, a lot of uncertainty around at the moment with regards to, you know, when we can get back into the pool and back to life and on normal routines. What advice do you have out there for the younger athletes listening to, to help, you know, them best navigate this period? Yeah, I reckon I'm just focus on what you can control. I think it's a big thing. Mm. Um, like if you can get some gym equipment into your house and you do that and then you focus on that. You don't focus on the fact that you can't go swimming and the fact that you can't go outside and be with your friends or whatever. There's ways around that. There's things that you can control. So Mm. um, I think that's a big thing to do. And I agree with you. I think it's great advice. Just focus on what you can control because, you know, if you can't control it, there's no use worrying about it. So exactly right. I agree with you. Now, um, with these catch-ups, I've given you guys a bit of homework to do because I think it's yeah. important to, you know, give the listeners out there a bit of feedback and, and maybe some, you know, advice as to best help them stay entertained through this period of time. So we've gone through uh, a few things with, you know, best t- um, TV shows or, or sh- you know, whatever it is, shows to watch, uh, games to play and Olympic moments. So we'll start with top three shows to binge watch during isolation. What do you come up with? Yes, so I these are personal ones for me. Yep. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's I a, love that's that show. A common theme, and a, and it's a very good show. Yes, agree. I love that show. It's so easy to watch. Um, great acting. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, he, Andy uh, Samberg, very funny guy. Oh, love him. Yeah, so good. Um, then I've got Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Just another one. Classic. Maybe for the for the older people. It can be a bit crude, yeah, well, but it's very funny. It is. It's one you can just – you can walk into the lounge room and it's on. You sit down. You're already into it. doesn't matter what yeah, episode or where it's at. halfway through. Exactly. And it doesn't matter. Um, third one, How I Met Your Mother. It's such an easy show to watch as yeah. well. Um, I mean, I've gone with the theme of comedy. That's I think that's 
<clears throat> something that uh, we need a good laugh at these times. Exactly. So those are three shows. All very easy to binge watch. You can sit down and five minutes later, it's midnight. I agree. And I think one, the other one that people are watching at the moment, which is uh, the, the crazy guy from America with uh, Tiger King. Oh, uh, I started watching that today, actually. I watched the first episode. And I was kind of just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, only in America. When I watched that, and I started re-watching it actually yesterday. I got into two episodes back again, and uh, yeah, I just thought only in America could this actually be a true story. Yeah, it's it's just crazy, uh, mate. What Boy. about two uh, our top two games to play? Um, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. Fortnite, yep. great game, very addictive, and can just like play constantly. Just keep going, keep going. Doesn't get boring. Mm. Um, the other one is Call of Duty. Yep. The new one, Modern Warfare. Um, I play a lot of that with Josh Hertz, who's part of my squad. Um, you can play with lots of people. Or you can play with just one other person. It's like you can play with as many people as you want, really. Yeah. So I think those those two games are what I've been uh, binging the last couple weeks. Man, how do you go with the gaming and the misses? Do you get in trouble for you know oh, being on there a bit the too time. much? All the time. Get <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, you're not giving me enough attention. Yeah, well, that's mate. That's what I'm getting at the moment with this podcast. Every, I've been because I'm, you know, we're obviously we've got you know not much to do. So I thought perfect time to you know really get into this and, and have chats with people. And every time I come into the garage, where are you going? Oh, uh, yeah. Another interview. Yeah. So I I can feel you, mate. I feel you now. Um, yeah. Number one Olympic moment to rewatch. This one is a you know is one that I think a lot of people have different. Uh, memories, but what, what's your favourite moment to rewatch? Yeah, this is a hard one because I mean, twenty sixteen Olympics is pretty fresh in my mind, and watching Mac win the four hundred and Kyle win the hundred mm. were pretty special. But just a bit of, like a historic one for swimming in Australia really was the four by one in Sydney. Yep, I think that's the one that everyone should watch at some point in their life. Mm. It's one of the greatest upsets in swimming history, really. One of the greatest moments in Australian sport, and the commentary on it is class. Yeah, and it'll give you goosebumps. Well, in case anyone doesn't know, it's it's all over the opener to my show, so that just goes to show yeah. Uh, yeah, how much I love it as well. So, mate, completely agree. It was a great race, and um, it is one you can go back and watch and watch, and the goosebumps never really go away. Yeah, exactly right. I watched it so many times in my life that. And it still doesn't get old. No, not at all. Mate, I think we'll wrap it up there. Matt, thank you very much for coming back on the show and, and having a chat with us. Appreciate it. And good luck over the next few months training in isolation, staying motivated and ultimately getting back in the pool when you can and trying to secure your spot for the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. Yeah, thanks, Ace, mate. Uh, great to chat with you again. Thanks for having me back on. Not a trouble at all, mate. Hopefully we can get you back on for another chat maybe next year leading up to the trials. And till then, mate, thank you very much for coming back on Off The Block Swing Podcast. No worries. See you around. Cheers, mate. Massive thanks once again to the boys for coming back on the show. Uh, they're always awesome with their time, and it is very much appreciated. This week's episode, as always, is proudly powered by Pro Swim Workouts. Nico and the team do an awesome job with sharing programs and ideas, so do yourself a favor and go to proswimworkouts.com and check it all out today. Now, the Easter eggs just keep on coming, people, this holidays with our next catch-up episode featuring Taylor and Kaylee McEwen. 
It's been two years since we last caught up with Taylor, so really looking forward to hearing what the girls have been up to since then and also what their lives and programs look like at the moment through the current self-isolation times. Until then, guys, hopefully you're all enjoying your holidays. Stay safe and healthy out there, and it's bye for now.